Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard over the past twenty-four hours, right here on Five Sixty, the Joe. It is a feel-good Friday, and I am feeling great. Number one. So much good sports going on. The Euro, the Copa America Cup, basketball, playoffs, and it's the weekend. Yeah, so I'm going to get that reggae music going. Another reason I'm really excited. Last night, when I finished up at Duffy's in Plantation, that's where I host trivia on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. It's wilding out there. Seriously, it was so crazy. The manager, Nikki, and even some of the staff and the regulars were coming up like, I love when you do trivia because it gets buck wild in here. And you say, how does trivia get so buck wild? It just does. People are dancing, singing, screaming, taking shots. Oh, so fun. But I got home last night around 2 o'clock in the morning, and I jumped on the TikTok. And I made my first video, and it is getting some love. I'm telling you, at Dan Day Radio on TikTok, I also posted on my Twitter page, at Dan Day Radio, that I'm on TikTok, and I'm only one step away from being on OnlyFans, and OnlyFans retweeted that. So you know OnlyFans is coming soon. But right now, help me out with the TikTok page, at Dan Day Radio. Check it out. Check out my videos. I got off this weekend, so I'm making some crazy TikTok videos. Oh, it's just going to be great. Just going to be great. I'm going to get some great stuff from the Joe Rose Show, talking with Dave Hyde about the Dolphins and some Dolphins memories. Greeny, they're interviewing Michael K about pretty much all things New York sports. Then finally, Joe Z, because Hawk is out, and Crowder, touching on fishing. Oh, yeah. It's weekend in South Florida. What else are you going to do? National Fishing Day? Yeah. Got you covered. Right now, got you covered with the headlines. The Bucks pushed to Game 7 after winning Game 6 last night against the Nets, 104-89. Tonight, it's 76ers versus Hawks at 7.30, then Jazz Clippers at 10. Both Atlanta and L.A. lead the series 3-2. Precious Achua missed out on making the all NBA rookie team. Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero made the team last year. The Canes and Auburn have signed a home-and-home deal for 2029-2030. The last time the two teams played was the season opener in 1984 when Jimmy Johnson made his debut as Miami's head coach. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Canadiens take on the Golden Knights at 8. The series is tied at 1 apiece. The Marlins are back in action tonight at 8 against the Cubs. The Fish have yet to announce an opening pitcher. Although Panthers coach Joel Quinville did not win NHL Coach of the Year, it went to Carolina's Rob Brindamore. Nonetheless, Florida's Bill Zito has been nominated for General Manager of the Year. Inter-Miami coach Phil Neville says despite his slow start, there is no possibility for Rudolfo Pizarro leading the team. Miami plays D.C. United Saturday 
at 8. And now, it's been a long week. Let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a Nebraska man has broken a record by skydiving naked 60 times in 24 hours. Not me, but I wish. A Ukrainian couple that handcuffed themselves together in an attempt to save their relationship has called things quits and taken off the handcuffs. Man, I really thought that would work. Uh, while typing to Britain's Department of Work and Pensions, autocorrect put a woman's career as prostitute. Yes, my hot mess of the day. A Colorado realtor has listed a house described as a urine-soaked little slice of hell for $590,000. What can I say? The market's hot. Jump on it. Let's jump on it right now to the Joe Rose Show. Getting you up in the morning from 6 to 10. I think Joe Rose and I are neck and neck on cups of coffee every single morning. He and I just put up heads underneath the coffee machine here at work and just let the coffee machine do its work. Hopefully it's not too hot and scolding our mouths, but we need to get the coffee in our system. Joe Rose fully caffeinated and talking to Dolphins beat writer Dave Hyde. Talking about those Davey Dolphins and the memories he has. Also Ted Ginn. And what does Tua's future look like? I don't know how else I can say it, guys. I've said it three different occasions. Well, then I guess I have to say it. I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. I think I've said this over and over and over again. That soundbite will never go away. Who asked that question? Who was that guy? And joining us now, the person who did ask that iconic question to get Nick Saban all riled up, Dave Hyde from the Sun Sentinel joining us. Dave, good morning. How are you? Good good morning. I had no idea when I asked that question it would be... (laughs) It would create such a firestorm. I remember Harvey Green coming up to me afterwards. I rate because uh, Nick Saban had got I rated him over the question. So um, I thought he was doing I was doing him a favor. I thought he was actually staying though, and, and he just couldn't spit it out. So Dave, I got one better. Uh, now. I got one better now for you before we move on because we got a lot of stuff to talk. So he did that interview. He was all fired up about you and that question. He comes in and he's letting he's letting Harvey have it. I mean, Harvey hears it. <laughs> now we sit down to do a wrap up show on the Nick Saban NBC right. show. We sit down and he is in a really bad move, bad mood. He ends up doing the whole show, gets up and walks out, and we couldn't even run the show because he was on his way to the airport. He had already made up his mind. It was a done deal. We had Alabama airplanes here. We had Alabama moving vans in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Where's the B-roll from that? Well, he's ripping Dave Hyde. We, we I think, want that, I right? Think they had right. Some I'd, I'd love to have seen that. <laughs> I, I, you know, the, the, the great untold story is Wayne Heising and him, Wayne and their wives, went over to – they had dinner at Nick's house, and he served – Beanie weenies, you know, little hot dogs and and baked beans. To to that was their dinner that night, and they talked about him staying. and And Wayne left that thinking he was staying, and 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 the next morning or next day, he gets a call from his wife. Marty calls Wayne and says, "Hey, I I think they're going." And and Wayne said, "Why?" He goes, "Well, there's a moving van in their house." Oh my <laughs> And that's yes. how Wayne Wayne found it. So. Always fun to talk about uh, strange stories in Dolphin Land, and there have been uh, a lot of them in the last couple decades. You got an article saying goodbye to the Davy Bubble with some of the moments uh, from the last 27 to 28 years that uh, the team's been in Davy as they get ready to move into the new beautiful facility at Hard Rock Stadium over there. It's going to be gorgeous. Uh, give me your favorite. I, I want to hear outside of the one that you created with the question. 
Give me one of your favorite yeah. moments through those almost thirty years. Well, my favorite is one I didn't know. I didn't know the back the full backstory about the the Nick Saban Memorial Bubble, and we'll stay with uh, Saban for two hundred, Alex, because uh, <laughs> this was everybody knows that the bubble was built under his watch. I didn't know the backstory, so his first mini camp there's a, a rainstorm, one of our our South Great South Florida storms. Um, one of his first practices, and, and he's like, well, we can't keep doing this. What's, what are our options and, and for immediate options? And somebody said, well, you can go back. We can practice in the ballroom of the Renaissance Hotel where the team stayed, or you can go to the Davy Rodeo Grounds and practice. So Saban went over and looked at the Davy Rodeo Grounds, and he's walking on the dirt, and he goes, I can't practice here. There's all this horse bleep that people would practice, and that's – how it was finalized, we got to build a bubble. I, I just love I, I love the idea of Saban walking around the uh, the Bergeron the Rodeo. Rodeo yeah, ground. Yeah, crazy. We got to give a shout out to Ron Bergeron, Ron Bergeron today for for the bubble. Right, he's got a part of that bubble now. Yeah, who knew? Dave, I, I mean, I, I loved reading through your story because it brought back a lot of memories. And I and I talked to Joe yesterday about some of these too. And we played a clip earlier, an iconic uh, memory from the bubble after. Ted Ginn was drafted with Cam Cameron uh, going in there. What do you think about that, by the way? We're talking about a guy who basically has taken over the job. He's the new head honcho. And in his first kind of, I don't know, post-draft uh, conference presser, that happened there. What do you think of that? Is someone that you're going to be proud of. Ted Ginn is going to be, Ted Ginn and his family will give us everything they have. I promise you that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Your thoughts, Dave Hyde, once again. I got to tell you, his mom and dad ended up being good players, too, by right, the way. Right. a little bit on the outside. Special team pro bowlers, right? In, in retrospect, it was such the right decision to take Ted Ginn over Brady Quinn. I mean, and yet that adds to the, the comedy of the full moment that day. And I remember going, I was out there when they picked him, the booze, and Mandich had, Jim Mandich was, did a radio show out there, and he was starting a Brady, Brady after the eighth pick, you know, because everybody wanted Brady Quinn. And, and they picked Ginn, and there was such booze. I went back in there, and I saw Harvey Green. Harvey was the best PR guy. He, he, to me, and, and my, very good. And I went up to him. I said, "Harvey, you might rethink uh, taking Cam Cameron out there." And he goes, "He's already committed. What, what if he backs out now? You know, then everybody calls him chicken." So he goes out there, and and it was a, it, it was. Uh, there might have only been one better draft moment, and it, and it wasn't public as public after Shula took Terry Kirby, and and this was before. The draft days were everybody knew everything, and, and one of the uh, the uh, draft books put out by Joel Buxbaum. Remember him? He he yeah. said Terry Kirby was had had trouble seeing out of one eye, and Schultz was asked about that, and he turned to his his uh, personnel guy and he goes, "Did we draft a blind guy?" And Terry Kirby goes on to be one of the best right, pass receiving right, running backs. Right. In the history of the franchise, yeah, yes, right. <laughs> Obviously, crazy. he could see. Right. Hey, um, so. I want to ask you, because this is a big part of it, too. How about hard knocks with Joe Philbin? All that stuff. And you might as well throw in Jeff Ireland, too, because he it was a deer in headlights, man. Every time that show came on, 
through that season. Unbelievable. Okay, so the, the rumor is true. Okay, uh, we just traded you. Okay, we traded you to the Indianapolis Colts. All right. So, um, you okay? Now I'm gonna call my grandmother. You can call your grandmother. Okay, this hasn't this hasn't hit the papers or anything like that. Okay, well, what we just do? Why don't we do a little business first? Okay, before you call grandma. Okay, there's a little bit of urgency because you got a storm coming. They probably want to get you on a plane here pretty quickly. Okay. Okay. Oh my goodness. That's not even his best no, moment. No, there are a lot right. more. Be- there was better ones than that. That was unbelievable, though. You, you know, you you have defining moments early in, in, that, that tell you who these guys are who run in the Dolphins, and and Joe Philbin and Jeff Ireland out of Harnox was such a bad look for them. It told you they had, they, they were in over their head. You know, Philbin picking. Remember picking up the the uh, litter in the laundry or something and, and yeah. talking about how messy the lockers were and <laughs> janitor joe that was janitor the first joe time the first Colton. time for that oh, yeah that was man good guy too really nice guy and i just felt like he he sat upstairs and had no idea what the kids were doing downstairs right. it was just a. That's right. Well, that, that that played out in Bulligate. He had no oh, idea. Oh, that one, right. too. Led you right into that. There right. we go. There right. we go. Right. Dave, <laughs> iconic moments, too, not just the, the laughable ones, but especially down here as a Dolphin fan and growing up a Dolphin fan my whole life, uh, Shula retiring, Dan Marino retiring, Jimmy Johnson hired and retired. Like, all that happened in that auditorium there in, in the facility, too. Those are some of the biggest moments ever in the history of this franchise, and they all just sat there and Davey and – now they're gone. We're not. We're not going to remember them anymore with the new facility. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and, uh, all of that. And, and remember when Marino was hired as team president right, for a right. day or two, and that that happened there. Wanstat was in the back back seat, back row of the whole auditorium there, the meeting room, with this bizarre look on his face, like what just happened. <laughs> and and yeah, so there were there were a lot of, you know, when they left, I went out to the last practice on Thursday just because I wanted to see Tua and. and some of the other players see how they, they they were working out, and I was started thinking, boy, this is a last. And, and there, I, I get it. There was no moment. It's it's kind of a you know a. It's not like as I wrote, it's not like leaving the Orange Bowl or something like that. No, right. there was no nothing not public like, like that. But 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 it, you know there were what nearly three decades of you know funny stories or not not always funny, but uh, like, like you said, uh, you know big moments in dolphin history. Right. All right, Dave. Let's get into uh, let's get into the elephant in the room right now. Two of five interceptions. Two of the next day. Two of going forward. Your thoughts? Well, my thought is let's let's go back to when they started this whole teardown. The idea was and remains the number one priority was to get an elite quarterback, elite, elite, and that's the bar. And and so. When when my, the scary thing for me isn't the five interceptions or the I don't know scary the thing that I'm looking at is there's breadcrumbs being dropped here, okay you you get pulled out of three games last year he, he never really beat out Ryan Fitzpatrick which I thought when he was drafted he he would by midseason um, and and I agree completely putting him in the year but he's pulled out of three games. Um, he admits he didn't know the playbook. The, the five interceptions, you know, I, I don't know what it means in a June practice, okay? I, I really don't. Um, but all that adds up to the arrow really pointing directly at him this year where you even more where – remember, the, the, the bar is elite, and no one expects him to be elite this year, but you expect a giant leap forward. 
and and you know you know I'm not seeing it right right now. That doesn't mean it doesn't come. Um, but you, you you know I talked to a a NFL scout this year, and he goes every team but one right now would take Justin Herbert over over two, and that's you know that's a concern. The conclusion isn't there. Year two, we could be saying the completely opposite, that Tua made a great run and, and Herbert took a big step back. You know, I think the parade has always been ahead of Tua and and saying he's going to be great, he's going to be great. And, you know, you, you just want to see some of that on the field. Right. No, you're right. Listen, yeah. you're not the only one. You don't think Chris Greer and the gang over oh, there are thinking right. who spent all that time with all those quarterbacks. Not all those quarterbacks. Joe Burrow was – we couldn't have got him. He was the first overall pick. No, but just those two quarterbacks. But right. yeah, oh Justin will uh, will always p- be part of our story in, in that draft. Dave, always great having you, man. Really appreciate you coming on. Good talking to you again, Joe. Thank you, buddy. It's nice See to you, have Dave. you. By All the right. way, another guy. Nice to have you back on the air, man. Right. Nice to have you of back. course. Yeah. What, what is it? It's like that old home week, isn't it? That's great. It was like a. Re- High school graduation all over again. Right. Let's 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 have another reunion. Tom yeah. coming. Right. Uh, you're off double secret probation. That's Something it. Something never happened to you. <laughs> Thank Phone, you, Dave. Phone's gonna ring a lot more. See you later, Dave. All right, guys. That's some good stuff. Can't believe it's been this long since the Dolphins moved over there to Davy. That's just always been the practice facility, but now it's gonna be right there at the stadium. Beautiful state of the art facility, but you know, kind of bittersweet nonetheless. Never bittersweet with Greeny and his team. Well, I'll tell you what, as great as he is and he's won two MVPs, he's obviously a little bit limited. I mean, when you compare him to a guy like KD, he can't do what KD does. He can't break a guy down off the dribble. New York sports on the way, plus some reggae, because it's a feel-good Friday. Here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Whoa, whoa, yeah. 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard all day here on 560 The Joe. I'm Dan Day on TikTok at Dan Day Radio. That's my new obsession. Just started my TikTok page. Got a video up. Making plenty of videos this weekend. Got some time off. Yeah, gonna be good. Gonna be spicy. Maybe one day only fans. We'll just have to wait and see. And got that reggae Dennis Brown. Westbound train. What a great one to get the feel good Friday feeling all right. And always feeling all right with the Greeny Show. Talking to New York's own Michael K about basically the New York sports world, Nets, Garrett Cole, Mets, more. While we have you, I want to talk about the Yankees, but also Nets, Bucks. I said this is a referendum, I think, on maybe the career of Giannis Antetokounmpo and how 
Like he needs to close the gap with the money he's being paid between his perception that he is or isn't KD and what KD gave the Nets, especially in game five. What are you thinking are the most important things you're watching when you watch that game tonight? Well, I'll tell you what, as great as he is and he's won two MVPs, he's obviously a little bit limited. I mean, when you compare him to a guy like KD, he can't do what KD does. He, he can't break a guy down off the dribble. I mean, KD, you know, he, he has a handle like a point guard. Uh, he's got a, a shot like Steph Curry, and this is at seven feet. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a great player, but when you compare him to a guy like KD, you wonder, you know, I guess KD was hurt and limited the years that Giannis has won the MVP, but KD is, is probably, you know, one of the top two basketball players in the world, and he he might be in the top ten of all time, so... Uh, they've got to win Game Six, Bob. I mean, let's 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 look at it that way. And you know, when you talk about max money, you get max money. You know, when you become a free agent at the right time, and yep. you know, you're the biggest star on the team. But to to even compare Giannis with Kevin, I mean, if the Jay Williams story is true, I could hear Kevin saying, "Don't compare me with him." There really is no comparison. They're not the same players. Yep. How do you compare the Garrett Cole we're seeing right now? to the Garrett Cole we saw two to three weeks ago in this whole now that he's not allowed to, if he was, using the quote-unquote sticky stuff, uh, he still looks to be an incredibly effective pitcher, just maybe a little bit different. What, what do you take out of his last couple of starts, how effective he's been, but different? Well, the last two starts to me, I mean, not that I needed uh, affirmation of this, Bob, he's a stud. Yeah. I mean, he's got the eyes of the world on him, waiting for him to fail miserably. And yesterday was telling because his, his spin rate was down 200 RPMs, and that's significant. But it shows you that he doesn't need a high spin rate to win. He's such a smart pitcher, and he still throws 100 miles an hour. And what I saw from yesterday's start that has differed from what I've seen the first year plus that he's been with the Yankees, without the spin rate, he wasn't going to the high fastball that much. He pitched a different game yesterday. He threw more change-ups in that game that he's ever thrown in a game in his life. He used the slider a lot, and the fastball was spotted on the corners, not upstairs. Because the spin rate, what the spin rate does, it doesn't make the ball rise, but it makes the ball stay on a plane. And so when you see a fastball up in the zone that doesn't go down a bit, you think it's rising, that's what a spin rate does. A high spin rate means that it stays on a plane longer and gives the breaking ball a little more bite. With his arm and his intellect on the mound, He'll still be one of the best pitchers in the world. He's just going to have to do it a little bit differently. And we saw, you know, just a window into that yesterday with his uh, his usage of the changeup. But as someone that called the game, I mean, I I was watching the game last night, flipping back and forth. The parts of the game that I watched, I was more entertained by that game last night. Like Garrett Cole having to be a pitcher rather than just a flamethrower, and the ball was in play. And there were base running moments in the game, and you know, it just looked more. I mean, I guess the glass-half-empty way of looking at the spider tack thing is, especially if guys get hit by 100-mile-an-hour fastballs, that's a legitimate concern. He talked about that. I get it. But is there a glass-half-full version of this, which is maybe baseball looks like a more entertaining product again if guys aren't striking out or teams 15, 16, 17 times a game? Well, somewhere right now, Rob Manfred is smiling at what you said because that's obviously the intent. You know, they, they want to put some action and put more base runners into the game. And pitchers with high spin rate, they're almost impossible to hit. Uh, and if you looked at Cole yesterday, I think, what, he ended up with three or four strikeouts? 
This guy who always goes double-digit strikeouts. So, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a different game. And if it brings offense into the game, that's a good thing. That's one of the reasons they did it. I think it's ill-advised to change a significant rule like this in the middle of the season. But I think the owners got together and Manfred convinced them the first two months of the season, we've seen a lot of unwatchable baseball. Strikeouts and walks are not interesting. Not having base runners is not good for the game. And that's why they're cracking down, because they want to bring the pitchers back to a normal level of effectiveness. And I think that will make the hitters hit better. I don't know if you have talked about this with either a Garrett Cole or pitching you know, experts or whatnot. This might be a really dumb question. But is there a way for baseball to produce a ball that allows a little, like with a different surface that allows the ball to be a little bit grippier? Or could they maybe come up with a system where, hey, guys, we're going to put some combination of rosin and sunscreen on the back of the mound, and that will be the acceptable sticky stuff to use so that we find a happy medium, so that maybe Garrett Cole can doctor the ball the correct way to keep hitters safe but maybe make baseball still the entertaining product it used to be. I guess, is there a way to get spider tack out, but just spider tack out, and have a quote-unquote legal sticky substance available to pitchers? Well, the first part of the question, uh, Buck Alter has long told me that the baseball that baseball should use is the baseball they use in Japan, which is tacky. It's a tacky skin, and they don't need any kind of a substance to get a better grip on it. That would seem to be the easy fix because of the fact Major League Baseball, in fact, owns Rawlings, who makes the baseball, so they can have them do it whatever they want. The other thing is, it's incredible, incredible to me that both sides can't get together. They hate each other so much, but they can't get together and have a pre-agreed-upon substance that can be used to grip the ball but not weaponize it. Right. And I, I can't wait, Bob. Can't wait when they tell a pitcher who's pitching in searing heat somewhere with the sun shining down, by the way, you can't use sunscreen on your arm. That's going to be fun because it should be some kind of substance that's agreed upon. But I think the worry of Major League Baseball is that teams are always looking for an edge. So if you say, this is the substance you could use, they'll have chemists that they'll hire and they'll make it more sticky and, again, be able to weaponize it. Mike, I know you got other spots to, uh, lined up and I know you have to run, but continued best of luck with the book. Can't wait to get my copy and can't wait to get, I guess, a – I don't know, a, a better than Dave Rothenberg inscription inside of my copy. I'm looking forward oh, to it. Oh, you've earned it. You've earned a much better one. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate it. Thank you. Right, that's Michael Kay, author of Center Stage, my most fascinating interviews from A-Rod to Jay-Z. It is available now. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Big city with teams that don't win championships, huh? What are you going to do? Always championship caliber with Joe Z and Crowder. I used to watch your dad play. Randy? Yeah, yeah. Watch Randy play. He was... Randy right next to Don Reese. Yeah, Randy they were going to be they were going to be the two big defensive linemen for the Dolphins. And then they were the next early to 70s. they were next to each other in jail as well. <laughs> Football, prison, and fishing on the way, plus some reggae because it's a feel good Friday on five sixty. The Joe Radio Rewind. Lucifer, son of the morning, I'm gonna chase you out of Earth. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard right here over the past 24 hours on 560 The Joe. Where you at? I am Dan Day at Dan Day Radio on almost all the social medias. We're talking Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and last night, fired it up. The old TikTok. That's right. I am now on TikTok. I'm getting some serious views. I only made one video. I made it at 2 o'clock in the morning. And yes, I was consuming booze. And maybe that's what the video is about. You got to check it out. At Dan Day Radio on TikTok. It is my new obsession. I actually have the day off tomorrow. So I got nothing to do. Tonight, going to go home, hang out with my dude dudes downstairs, my neighbors, Giuseppe and Nathan, watch some basketball, probably get lit up, make some more crazy, stupid TikTok videos. And then tomorrow, just keep it going. Hopefully, it gets a little sunny so I can go out to the beach, live the good life. If not, have them just hang around the apartment complex, taking TikTok videos to the web. It'll be great. So check it out at Dan Day Radio. It's my new obsession, if you can't tell. I am absolutely all in on TikTok for two reasons. Number one, it's fun, it's crazy, I make goofy videos. Number two, it is a stepping stone away from being on OnlyFans. And I'm telling you, I tweeted earlier that I was on TikTok and I was a step away from OnlyFans and OnlyFans retweeted it. That's what I'm talking about. So close to being on OnlyFans. So help me out with the TikTok page at Dan Day Radio. Give me a follow. Watch my videos. Trust me, they're going to be very worth the while. And then one day, OnlyFans. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Let's cross the bridge over to Joe Z and Crowder right now. That's right. Kane's voice, Joe Z, in the house for Hawk who, although he went to the U, is taking a vacation, taking his son up on the East Coast. His son's going to be a camp counselor, get a summertime job. DJ, much respect to you for that. Then, of course, after he drops DJ off, Crowder is going to Atlantic City. He's like, I don't even know why. I was like, I don't know why, because you degenerate gambler. So he's doing that. We wish him the best. Hopefully he wins a ton, comes back a refreshed, happy man next week. In the meantime, like I said, Joe Z holding it down with Crowder along with Solana. They're having some fun, and we're talking about fun, fun. Fun, fun. Like, what happened to simple names? Fishing and guacamole? Channing, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Let me back in the door to fill in for Hawk today, who is vacationing. I believe he will be will be back on Monday. So a pleasant good afternoon, everybody. Channing, how are you today? I'm good, man. Can't, I can't be mad on a Friday, Joe. There's one thing I tell I, people. It's Friday. You can't, you can't upset me on Friday. It's Friday. It's Father's Day weekend. So a lot of good things going on. Uh, in addition to it being Father's Day weekend, we've got sports galore. We have Solana with us again today, Jimmy Garcia and Stephen Preciado. That's our team until 6 o'clock. 
yeah. unless we decide to eject somebody. Good team. I, my vote would be Solana. If we're voting off the island, we might have to vote Solana, Solana off to, the island. Yeah. has to hold on to his job here today. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not helping us much. Solana, are you with us? It's so awkward because it's like he's invisible. Yes. It's yes. just this. I'm pretty good with talking to somebody who's not there, but Solana is just he's invisible. You look around. There's n- nobody talking. I mean, nobody here. And I'm always there, Joe. And I'm 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 always there. I'm just you can't see me. He's well, like Ashanti. She's not always there when you call, but she's always yeah. on time, Joe. I don't know if you heard that song. I have not, but okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> that one's a DBG. I like uh, I like country music. I, I, I'll do Travis Tritt, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks, a uh, uh, thunder roll. And the lightning strike. Yeah, man. I know me some. I know me some yeah, guards. I know you do. Yeah. I bet you do. Joe, you bring up Northwest. Do you know that Kanye West named his daughter North? So her name is Northwest? I did know. That's like um, Chris Martin and uh, his wife naming their daughter Apple and Orange or something like that. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. They're messing up them kids for I life, I understand Joe. that. I don't understand why whatever happened to just simple names like Joe and Channing. Or Steven. I'm with you. What Just about simple uh, names? What about Elon Musk? Name his daughter, his son, a, a math problem. I think he did. It's like X times two. It's it's letters that nobody Comma, can. Yeah, X times two pi. parentheses. Next <laughs> pi is in there. there. The greater sign. <laughs> what about uh, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore? They named their kid Rumor. Ugh. She's not right? a rumor. She was there. She right. was She's coming. real. She's yeah. not. It's <laughs> not a rumor. <laughs> Well, Joe, we, we, we did right by our kids. Yeah, mine we was pretty right. simple. Haley. That's a, that's a good Although, one. Although, I spell it differently than most people, so that has been problematic during her life. Oh. But it might be the only problem she's had during her life. <laughs> and if my dad was Joe Z, that's not my only problem, too. H-A-Y-H-A-Y-L-E-Y. Yeah, I've never seen that one. You too. haven't? Yeah, no, no. It's good, it's good though. It's good. Ch- Channing, a lot of people... There's not many That's Channing. a pretty simple name, Channing. But it's only Channing Tatum, Channing Fry, and me. That's it. You don't know any Channings, Joe. Um, yeah, we do. What's the the old uh, old singer Channing? What was what was her name? What oh, it? Carol Channing. Carol Channing. That's who I was go. named after. You were named after Carol Channing. My grand. I'm the second. <laughs> My dad's name is Randolph Channing Crowder the first. I'm Randolph Channing Crowder the second, and the reason. Channing is because Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend was my grandma's favorite singer. I'm named, right? I'm named after an old white lady. <laughs> I used to watch your dad play. Randy? Yeah, yeah. Watch Randy play. He was Randy right next to Don Reese. Yeah, Randy be. They were going to be the two big defensive linemen for the Dolphins. And then they were, the next, to, 70s. They were next to each other in jail as well. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta hide the story, Joe. It's out there. We gotta hide the story. Well, Crowder and Reese, those were supposed to be, and so it didn't work out. But then we we were blessed with you. Yes, and that and yeah. I love me and my dad were the first father and son ever to be drafted to the same team. Is that right? Yep. I did not know that. Like the Matthews, I think uh, Clay and his. There were a bunch dad of those guys. Both played for the. Yeah. They played for the Packers, I guess. Mm-hmm. But drafted to the same team was me and my dad were the first. Now you you uh, like reconciled with your dad and all that stuff, right? Yeah, me and Big yeah. Randy cool. He makes me guacamole. He does. Yeah, yeah. Where does yeah. he live? He's in Plymouth, North Carolina. Population six hundred. Oh, he's the biggest so thing the, walking around Plymouth. Just North a Carolina. one light, uh, one stoplight town. Yep. 
I like those little towns. Right, he likes it because there's a there's the sound like a half a mile from his house, and he yeah. can go catfishing whenever he wants to. My grand, my uh, mom was from a very small town in in the Catskill Mountains, Woodburn. 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 And yep. when you walk into the gas station, people ask you who you're here to see because they know you're not from there. Yeah, they absolutely knew you. I love I love yeah. those little Woodburn. towns. Woodburn. My well. grandmother worked in the post office. Walked home for lunch. <laughs> See, that's living. That's living, Joe. Something Ocho Cinco always says a lot of people are alive, but they're not living. They had a river that ran behind their house, a trout stream. Mm. That's where I would go in the summertime, into that trout stream. And knock him, you knocked him in the head? The, the trout? Yeah. Well, we did pretty good. Not bad. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. It was Joe. a lot of fun. Yo, you talk about fishing. I got to take you one day to see if you got skills. We'll go. I have uh, the little uh my the rod and reel in the garage i have a fly rod in the garage i've not mastered that yet mm. but i have the lightweight stuff to yeah. uh go handle your uh peacock bass i don't know Jimmy. i see when all those canals when i'm out there riding my bike and walking <laughs> you actually you funny story joe and your wife you were yeah. riding bikes yep. And you caught me fishing with my kids. I did. They weren't you, in school. And you said you catch anything, and I pulled out about a five-pound peacock <laughs> you for you. So, yeah, yeah, boy. I know you're good at it. <laughs> I, I, I can do my thing. Yeah. The fish don't like me. Well, they're not supposed to. <laughs> they don't like being caught. Solana, what do we have for uh, headlines? By the way, today is National Go Fishing Day. So it's a perfect time for you two, maybe after the show, yeah. to go fishing. Well, the sun will be going down. That's a good time. I'm telling you, I should have took know? this day off. Yeah. Get some bugs on the water right about uh, 10 minutes to 7. The sun is starting to go down. That's a good time to catch bass. Look at you, Joe. Yeah, yeah boy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't come sneak in my lake, Joe. There I'll call go. the police on you. <laughs> That's the problem out there. <laughs> the dream police. You can't fish in any leaks. Let me go try to fish those canals. You got to deal with some, with those alligators. So. <laughs> we'll call the police. Yeah. Don't come by my house. The police are on the way. Okay. So, gentlemen. My, my wife, by the way, loves hint water. Yes, orders it by the crate. Really? It's wow. heavy when it comes to the house. Love I'm just I'm just following up the giving it an endorsement that hint water is well loved in our house. Look at you, Joe. Hmm? You fishing? It? Do I? You allowed to drink it? I'm allowed to. Uh, I'm allowed to to uh, grab a bottle or two of the hint water. Okay, because I don't want to step on hint, but my wife has some type of water delivered to the house. It's like pH balance or something. And you're not allowed around it? If I touch a bottle, she she cusses me out. Well, I'm allowed to have the hint water, although I did not, you know, I got I escaped last night by not mentioning the coffee on the couch. So She, so far, she don't know? Not yet. Don't anybody tell. <laughs> you got away with it? So far, so good. And you just rode it out. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sometimes you just ride the horse in the direction that it's going. <laughs> It's a good thing she's not listening. (laughs) They don't have this on in the office. Oh, listen, Stephen, we talk about, I talk about this with Hawk and Joe's actually, how long you been in radio? Uh, 43 years. Yeah, I've been in it 10. My wife stopped listening. (laughs) Like first two or three years they listen and then it's like, hey, okay, okay. whatever. We know what's going on. Just go do your job. There's no way Mrs. Z's listening 43 years. (laughs) She doesn't give a damn what Joe says. (laughs) You know, I came home one night and am I interrupting your update? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. No, don't worry. Nothing I'm going to say is more important okay, than this. So, so I, ca- I came home one night in the middle of the night from a University of Miami basketball trip. At about 4.40 a.m., I came into the door. It was the night that Jaquan Newton hit his like half-court shot. Yeah. So I walked in. I'm still kind of alert. It was a pretty good game. Yeah. And, you know, it was an okay call, but it was the end of the game. And we won the game at Carolina. And a little... 
a few people were buzzing around about the half-court shot. It's 4.40 a.m., and she said, did you win? I said, oh, yeah, we won. How? A uh, half-court shot. Okay. <laughs> yes. Not like, how was your call? Did you nail it? Was it good? Is it something I'm going to hear in the morning? Was it lousy? Should I be prepared? Yo, okay. The, the 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 CFO of the big companies, the, their wife doesn't care what they do. I don't know why we would think our wives care what we do. Okay. It is what it is. See you later. <laughs> all right. That's what I'm saying. Put it all out there on the radio and then act brave and then really hope no one listens like your wife or a friend of your wife and relays that message to her. Way to go, Josie. That is a true radio professional move. I admit to all types of crimes and all types of craziness here on the radio because you're my friend. You and I are close like that. I can do that. It's just I don't always realize that other people can be listening in on our personal conversation like the one we're having right now. And I'm telling you, go to my TikTok page. That thing gets crazy. You like, you think I'm wild on the radio. I don't have FCC regulations on TikTok. I've only made one video. It's pretty wild, okay? I can say that. Some skin is showing. There's some booze flowing. Mm, it was made at 2 o'clock in the morning last night. Yeah, at Dan Day Radio on TikTok. I'm also on Facebook Instagram, Twitter, one day OnlyFans. This TikTok is a stepping stone to OnlyFans. OnlyFans knows I exist now. They retweeted one of my tweets earlier today. So follow me on all the social media platforms. Trust me, I'm going to make it worth your while. And watch my videos. I've got the weekend off, or at least Saturday off. So I'm going to be throwing down some crazy TikTok videos at Dan Day Radio. Speaking of craziness, I don't know if you saw or heard this New York Yankees turning of a triple play against Toronto the other day. The numbers on it are crazy. It went back and forth and back and forth. 50 different players touched it, it seemed like. It's 1-6, 5-8, 4 Better yet, let's just listen to it right now. Hopefully you don't get too confused. Chop slowly. Oh, there's a situation at third. The throw is to first. Now they'll throw to second. Runners are hung up. They're going to come home with the throw. They have Simeon in a rundown. He's tagged out. Throw to third. It's a triple play. They pulled a triple play. Second one of the year, and this one falls under the heading of funky. I don't know if I've ever actually watched a live triple play, much less been there in person. Got to get out to more Marlins games. I think that's going to be my New Year's resolution. I know you're like, day and day, it's only the middle of the year. I know, but you got to long-term these things. So I think going forward, whenever the New Year does come, I'm going to try to go to more Marlins games. And I really should because my downstairs neighbor, one of my dude dudes, Nathan, he works for the Marlins. He's on their field crew. Like, he's the grass expert or something. He has a college degree from NC State, so he knows what he's doing. He's not just a guy that cuts grass and stuff, but don't go to any games, really. I don't have a lot of time. I'm always doing trivia, or I'm always here at the radio station. I love both of them. I love both of them. Here at the radio station, this is my fun time. I'm always having fun. Trivia is wild. It's pretty much out every single night. Not tonight, though. I'm going home, hanging out with Giuseppe Nathan, having some beers, laying low for a little while. I have off tomorrow. That means I'm going to the beach as long as it's not raining. Even if it's cloudy, I'm going to the beach. I'm going to have some beers, maybe some mangoritas. Just have a good time. But, yeah, I'm always seeming to be working. Like, Thursday night over there, Duffy's in Plantation. It was wild. It was crazy. It's always a good time. I'm out there hosting trivia. Stay out there and DJ pretty much afterwards. Manager Nikki and the whole team over there are so good to me, so great. The people there are so fun. But I get home finally after everything. It's about 2 o'clock in the morning. I say, man, let me try to figure out this whole TikTok thing. And I figured it out. I posted my first video. I think it's hilarious. It's gotten over 300 views last I checked. And the views just keep going up and up and up. So at Dan Day Radio, TikTok. 
And man, follow me. Watch my videos. I've got some crazy creative ideas. I used to do Facebook Live all the time back in New Orleans when I was on the radio. Rave reviews. TikTok's my new thing. I'm going to be getting crazy on it all weekend long. In fact, I'm going to get crazy on TikTok and around my apartment in North Beach right now. Because my time is up and the weekend is here. But let's get together on Monday or get together on TikTok this weekend. Nonetheless, let's get together on Monday for sure for another edition of 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.